Welcome to Shape by Faith with your host, Teresa Rowe. To find out more about Shape by Faith and Teresa Rowe, please visit shapebyfaith.com or visit the YouTube channel, Facebook, or Instagram. And now, here is Teresa Rowe. Welcome to Shape by Faith, where we shape our bodies and hearts for God's purposes. I have a very special guest today. His name is George Rose. He's an artist, producer, songwriter. He's out of Dallas, Texas, with his catchy hooks and his expertise in multiple genres. You're sure to find something that you love. We're going to talk about his music today. So in the past six years, he's been able to plant some deep roots in the music industry by working with some pretty amazing producers and artists. And this includes two-time Grammy award-winning plays and skills and Lecrae's label Reach Records. Artist Holve and Wande, just to name a few. So make sure to keep your eyes open for him on big features and production with some great artists. George, welcome to Shape by Faith. I am so excited to be here. Um, <laughs> wow, I am. I'm just. I'm in awe of what God is doing. He is an awesome God, isn't he? He is. He yeah. He he is all the time, even when we don't know it. <laughs> he mm-hmm. is. Yeah, I would love um, to hear your background. So like, where did your love for the music industry come from? Wow. So it goes back, I would even say before I was born uh, with my parents, Uh, my parents, uh, I'm originally from St. Louis, Missouri. Okay. And they pretty much have been in music um, most of their life. They were some of the first Christian rappers back in the day, they had a group called Church Boys, and uh, they really blazed the trail uh, for me and my brother and sisters, uh, my brother and sisters. So uh, that's where the music um, love comes from. Uh, It was kind of passed down. You know, that's what we saw them doing. My dad would be making beats. Uh, My mom was singing all the time. So um, I fell in love with it. And you know, even as a kid, I would just, you know, dance around and make music, you know, whether that was, you know, with my mouth or, and then that grew um, over the years into a profession. That's pretty awesome. I mean, you definitely, God placed that in your DNA. He gave you exactly the parents that uh, God knew that you needed. So what was it like growing up with parents who were Christian rappers? I would think oh my gosh as a kid like that's pretty neat yeah it was um I guess we really it it was normal Mm -hmm. um they stopped I think um shortly before I was born I think it was shortly before and they got into ministry um I'm a pastor's kid and so uh my parents were children's pastors uh, so children's ministry runs heavy in my, uh, my family. And so um, it was very interesting to see all the giftings uh, that my parents possessed and, and they had. And God and was very generous, wasn't he? He, he really was. And um, I have the best father out there, the best mother to see them walk with the Lord uh, wholeheartedly. Um, was all I could ask for, you know, and, you know, knowing that they did music and stuff was cool, but it was really them following Jesus. That's that really pretty died. awesome. I mean, George, you, you hear people that were raised, you know, um, you know, in a, in a home where their father was a pastor. And sometimes you don't hear that story that, yes. that you just shared right there, that, 
you watch their faith. They lived it at home. He lived it on, they lived it on the platform, lived it in they front did. of others. A lot of times you don't hear that. So what a blessing. Yeah. Uh, when did you start to get serious about music? I know that you loved it. So uh, why don't you kind of unfold your story when you started to get serious and what happened? Most definitely. I got serious in high school. Um, I started, I remember when all of my friends would be out, you know, there was, you know, prom, there was, you know, all the football games. Um, I would just go home and make music. Wow. Um, what started as a hobby really turned into a love and passion. I knew it was a love and passion because it would be like the first thing I would do when I get mm -hmm. home. It would be the last thing that I was doing. Uh, when I would go to school, I would have my friends come out to the parking lot to my car and listen to my beats and stuff like that. Um, so I knew then I really found my love. You know, mm -hmm. my first love will always be dance. Um, I danced. Uh, that okay. was what I did. Yeah, I was a professional dancer for a while um, in Dallas. I backup danced for some artists. Um, one specifically that was very interesting and was awesome at the same time. Her name was Carly Patterson. She was from she's a gold Olympic um, yes. medalist gymnast. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Carly was we actually became really good friends. And uh, so that was one of the artists I worked with. I uh, did a dance competition and pretty much won uh, kind of in my category in uh, hip hop and Disney at Disney. Wow. Um, so, wow. Yeah. So dance is, you know, was my number one. OK. And, and it transitioned to music and, you know, music and dance go hand in hand. Absolutely. So, um, well, that's yeah, I mean, neat. Wow. You, you've got the whole package still right there. Yes, <laughs> that didn't yes, spare any parts. Amen. Do you remember your first song that you wrote? And if so, what was it about? And do you like writing songs? I do. I, I write all my songs. I even write for other people. I, um, let me see. What was the first <laughs> Oh, gosh. Well, I remember the first song that I wrote and I put out. Okay. Um, it was called Galaxy. And I was a Christian artist, but I wasn't aiming to be a Christian artist, if that made sense. Mm -hmm. So my music was very open, meaning, and still to this day, my music is open to the point where there are some songs where it is screaming Jesus and I am literally describing him in every lyric. And then there's some songs where it's open to where it's it me personally, I'm talking about Jesus, but I'm not really saying the name of Jesus. Right, uh, right. Mostly I'm talking about love. And if you read into the lyrics, you can be like, oh, he's actually talking about Jesus. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's what this song was about. Galaxy, like I want to give you the world. Or it could have been talking, you know, I wasn't married at the time, but it was like, you know, it could have been my girlfriend or I want to give you the world. I want to give you the galaxy, you know, so right. it's very you know, clean. Uh, but yeah, that was the first song I released. Myself. Okay. So uh, walking down memory lane. So yes. after high school, you started working, which is pretty awesome with a Grammy award winning group from Dallas, right? Yeah. So yeah. how did you get connected to this wow. group? And what was it like for you, like fresh out of high school? 
It was amazing because I um, was making music out of my room. Uh, my studio was in my room. I shared uh, the first apartment I moved into was with my best friend, Caleb. And I had my studio in my room. And yeah, for a year, for a couple of years, I was just making music nonstop in my room. And, you know, I would still go out and, you know, party it up or whatever. But most of my time was in, in my room. And like I said, I, I danced. That was, you know, really, that was my breadwinner. Okay. Um, another part of my dance career, which I did for, I think, like 12 or 13 years, was wow. I would dance uh, at parties like uh, bar mitzvahs. Bar, bar and bat mitzvahs were my biggest thing, um, meaning um, they would give me a microphone. Mm-hmm. And they would say, entertain us for four hours. Oh, my goodness. So I started at the <laughs> age of 15 wow. um, and met some amazing people doing it. Um, I've worked with um, uh, Dell of Dell Computers. Oh, wow. Um, Mark Cuban, the owner of the Mavericks. Mm-hmm. Uh, the list goes on. And so anyway, uh, so dance which led me to working with these guys. Uh, a friend of mine is a choreographer. And at this point I had stopped dancing. You know, I had stopped. I was like, yeah, I'm done. Mm-hmm. But I get a call or a text. And uh, my buddy was like, my friend was like, Hey, uh, I have this artist that I'm working with and I would love for you to come back up dance. Now to me, I'm like, girl, I have not backup danced in Lord knows mm-hmm. how long. But for some reason, I know it was the Holy Spirit. I decided to do it, uh-huh. <laughs> which was wild. I decided to do it. I end up going to the rehearsal and the rehearsal was at a studio, a music studio downtown Dallas. And so I go in and as we're practicing, I'm looking around this studio and I'm seeing pictures of like Snoop Dogg and all of these people. And I'm sitting here like, God, who is this? (laughs) You know, where, where do you, you know, where am I? So anyway, we have rehearsals, we're dancing. And then they tell me like, Hey, uh, there's these two brothers named playing skills and they got Grammys. They done this. And, uh, I went for backup dancing to, um, I'm trying to see what happened. I know. Okay. So there was an artist that was signed to them. One of their artists. I remember we got into a conversation during the rehearsal for the other artist, And um, basically he found out that I did music, that I made music and we started to conversate. And I remember we were in the dance studio inside of the music studio and I showed him some of my music. And he, I remember he had his phone up to his ear mm-hmm. and uh, he heard a little bit and he goes, hey, can you come to the studio tomorrow or wow. something like that? Well, let's, ta- let's take a real quick break because yes. I want to hear more of this. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back with more Shape by Faith. Everyone stay tuned. Welcome back to Shape by Faith. My guest today is George Rose, and he is sharing with us um, how he got connected to this Grammy award-winning group from Dallas. So George, why don't you continue your story? Amazing. So I was in the studio. I let uh, one of the artists hear my music and he put the, he put the phone up to his ear, heard a little bit. And he was like, Hey, can you come to the studio tomorrow? You know? And so from that point, uh, I started coming to the studio, working with this artist 
So I'm backup dancing for one artist and then I get invited to actually produce uh, wow. for this artist. And then the two brothers came in and you know I met them and they started noticing like, man, this guy's good. And next thing you know, they invited me to um, come to, was it Vegas? And then they invited me to come to LA. I don't know if you remember, you remember that song, um, Party Rock? I think it was called Party Rock or it was like Every Day I'm Shuffling. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. I, they brought me to a shoot where I got to meet Red Food, which is one of the brothers of that group. Wow. So I literally went from making music in my room <laughs> Uh, to them, to backup dancing for one of their artists, to being invited to their studio session. And then they were taking me to uh, Vegas and LA. And then next thing you know, they wanted to sign me. That must have been pretty exciting for you. I mean, it who was. wouldn't think it would be exciting? Um, I can only imagine, but your story, we, we want to hear more of your story. Okay. So I, I know that something happened like in 2013 after you were signed on as an artist. So what happened next after you were signed on? So pretty much throughout those years, I, um, I moved out of my house, my parents' house. I think I was 20 and um, everything went downhill when I turned 21. I mm -hmm. got into, um, I know this is a family show, so I'm gonna keep it very. Uh, You're genial. fine. You're fine. Okay. I lost my virginity at 21. Okay. And then I also uh, did drugs for the first time at 21. And so, like I said, there goes this pastor's kid being sheltered. Mm -hmm. And when I moved out of my parents' home, it was just like, man, you're on your own. You got to find Jesus for yourself. You know, I, I accepted Jesus and I lived for him, but I didn't know him on my own. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, so we get... I'm, I'm you know, working with these guys and I'm doing drugs throughout that whole period. And I remember it got to a point to where uh, my mother called me. She called me three times throughout like six years or something like that. But this very last time she called me, um, I answered. She's like, George, God told me to tell you that if you don't stop doing what you're doing, you're going to die. Wow. And I knew it wasn't a spiritual death. It was a physical death. Mm -hmm. You were going to die, man. And, um, but that really wasn't the part that made me walk away from everything. It was at that time I had my son. Um, she wasn't my wife yet, um, mm -hmm. but um, we had a, we had a kid and God also told my mom to tell me that my son was going to follow in my footsteps. Mm. And because mm. my son's name was George Rose as well, but he's the third. I'm the okay. second. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you see how I followed my father, but his was all good. Right. And, right. I, you know, and so that was what broke me. And so in that moment, um, I walked away from everything. I walked away from music. I left it all behind. I had some big stuff going on uh, during that time. Um, I walked away from everything and me and my wife got into children's ministry, uh, became directors at a church um, in Dallas, a church that I grew up at. And so that's kind of a quick version of. what. Yes. No, I appreciate you sharing your story that that's very powerful. So what was God teaching you during this time when you gave up music and now um, you and your wife are the children's ministry yes. pastors in Dallas? What was he teaching you? 
he taught me God wants to know, and I, I believe this is with everyone, are you willing to let it all go to follow me? That's and good. I did. I actually didn't want to go back to music. I was okay. I was oh, genuinely okay with, you know, going uh, to the other side of ministry. Mm-hmm. And um, and so, yeah, I, I chose him and I, I learned that I really love Jesus. That's what I, I learned about myself. How long were you away from the music industry? Not for long. It was, uh, I would say maybe half a year, maybe. Okay. Maybe a year. Though, yeah, that's not too long. So when did you feel God leading you back to the music industry? It might have been six months to a year later. Um, I got a phone call from a bit an old business partner, and that conversation triggered something. And um, and pretty much the Lord was like, go for it. I want you to go back to music, but I want you to go back Christian. Mm, with a different mindset Mm -hmm. a different mindset i want Mm -hmm. you to go back now and uh went back and god has been one of the things i've learned when you say yes to god's plan and will for your life you don't have to worry about the doors opening because the doors are going to open for you Mm -hmm. so that's just what's been happening it's i'm not going to say it's been easy but it's been easy yes well, and, and following God, you're right. When you say yes to God, he opens the doors in his yes. timing and it's always right on time. Yes. Um, now, why did you choose to move back to Owensboro, Kentucky? I mean, here you are in Dallas, Texas, and then, yes. then you move back to Owensboro. Yes. So my wife is from Owensboro. This is her home. This is this is her bread and butter. She actually moved to Texas to get away from a crazy ex um, that was here. And she did not move to meet her husband. She actually wow. moved to run away and to, she wasn't even planning on living in Dallas. Mm-hmm. She was just going to be there for maybe a year and then go back home. Uh, but she met me and um, we lived in Dallas for about know, six you know what she did I think for about six years maybe a little longer okay during the pandemic uh God made a way for us to transition out and called us to Owensboro which made my wife very happy because she missed her family and God made a way because I remember I would come visit and when we would come visit you know I, I fell in love with Owensboro I really loved it but I always told her I was like I couldn't live here <laughs> Because to me, never I'm say like, that. You know, you, you. I feel like when we say those things, God is just up there chuckling. He's like, "Boy, you don't know what I got." Exactly. Do. You're right. Yeah. You've got that right. Yeah. And don't say you're not going to do. I always said, George, I wasn't going to live in the country. I'm yeah. living in the country on a farm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and and the funny thing is, in the moment, you're naming off all these things like, well, that it doesn't have this. It doesn't have this. And when we moved, God, I'm telling you, God has brought me everything. I have gotten more living in Owensboro than I did in Dallas. Well, and he knows exactly where you're at. It doesn't matter where you're at. I mean, God comes to you where you're at. And and that's what I've learned as well. We need to take one more quick break. Okay. Right here. And um, we'll be right back with more Shape by Faith. Everyone stay tuned. 
Welcome back to Shape by Faith. George Rose is my guest, artist, producer, songwriter out of Dallas, Texas, now in Owensboro, Kentucky. So, um, George, how has writing and recording Christian hip hop changed your direction in life? Oh, my goodness. It has changed everything. Um, It's put me in a place to where I really have to live my faith, Um, because when you claim Jesus, and anything, it has to match up or you will be exposed. That's good. So that is good. It, it has helped. It, it's a, it keeps me accountable. Mm-hmm. So that's how it's changed. Me. That's awesome. And you know, not, not everyone lives by that. And um, you're right. And, and God does eventually expose that in people because he searches our own hearts, you know? And yeah. Um, yeah. So I want to talk about songwriting and I I know you love it. Does it come easy for you? Like, does God give you that inspiration? Like, are you driving in your car and you're like, you hear something, you're like, okay, I mean, I need to write that down or tell us what, what happens for you. Yes. Um, I have a really cool way of writing. Um, It varies, but I have a song list in my phone and what happens, I could be, uh, we could be in mid conversation and you could say something. It could be a random word. Mm-hmm. My wife is used to it by now, but <laughs> she could say something, not even meaning I would just go and grab my phone and write whatever, the, whatever she said that popped out. I will write that title down in my song list. Mm. And so when I go to make a song and then, you know, I start on, uh, I'll start with making the beat and, if something is not hitting me right away, I'll go into the recording booth and I will pull out my phone and I will just go go through my song list and find something that hits. Mm. You know, and I'll just go from there. And that's usually how I write. That's creative. That is definitely using God's creativity that he's given you. Yeah. Um, I like that. Uh, it's good. W- what message do you want your music to send out? Um, to the young people, to the older people, to the world, what message yes. do you want to send? Well, I have a group called Lifestyle. Okay. Um, and uh, my whole, you know, the whole lifestyle movement is what is your lifestyle? And is your lifestyle the same on the outside as it is the inside? Meaning, mm-hmm. are you living a double life? Or, you know, like me and my crew, what you see is what you get, Mm -hmm. you know? So we scream Jesus, that's us. And, you know, but also when I'm at home, I'm talking to Jesus. Mm. I'm pressing to spend time when no one sees, you know? So really that's the big motto. What are you doing? What is your lifestyle when no one sees? I like that. How would you encourage other upcoming Christian artists that are out there? And they, they just haven't had that break, but you know, like, they're they're writing their lyrics they're yes. they're doing their music mm. what words would you give them couple things make sh- work hard at your craft and make sure you're good you don't mm-hmm. have to be great um but make sure you're good um another part part is uh work on your networking skills are you a nice person are you um that's what is good that yeah, that's true. And you know this just in <laughs> life. You don't want to work with, you know, it doesn't matter how talented a person right. is. If that's your right. networking skills are not good, you're just going to be a talented person all by yourself. You're right. That it is takes, so true. It takes a team. 
Mm-hmm. You, you know, uh, you look at any famous person. It might on the outside, it might look like it's just them. It is not. No, it takes it, it to is. you're right. You are so right. That is so good. I mean, it seems so simple, but mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that just don't do that. Yeah. Uh, what's next for you? Um, so what's next? I will be performing in Owensboro on Mother's Day uh, with music studios. Uh, have you heard of music dance studio? Absolutely. Here? My mm-hmm. grandchildren went there. Yeah. Yes. I will be performing at their dance recital on Mother's okay. Day at the River Park Center. Okay. All right. Um, so you can get tickets. Uh, I believe if you go to the music studios, um, Instagram or the website, you should be able to buy tickets. Um, okay. So that's, and um, I haven't really made this public public, but I will be releasing my debut album this year. Oh, wow. Yes. Can, can you give us a hint at the title or title or no? Oh my goodness. <laughs> you don't have to. It's fine. I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it on the low right now. <laughs> that's but, hey, That's good. Yes. Um, but that's coming out and I hope to do an album release party here. And I'm claiming Owensboro is my hometown. Oh, that and, is so awesome. Yeah, I am well, adopted by Wow. Owensboro. Well, God is rewarding you for sure. And you've got a lot to look forward to. And, you know, we need um, strong Christians in the Christian media, in the music, and as journalists, at, you know, as authors, we need, everyone needs those strong Christians to step up and to be bold for Christ and to send out that message. You know, God loves you. Don't live a double life and live for Christ. I have so enjoyed our interview. um, We can keep talking, but our time is out. But George, where can people find you? Uh, You can find me on Instagram uh, at George dot. So it's kind of long. It's George dot Rose dot music. Uh, right. So if you follow me on Instagram, george.rose.music, and um, from my Instagram, you can find all of my other socials. Okay. All right. Well, you'll have to check back in after you release your debut album, uh, and we can talk yeah. about that, okay? Yeah. But thank you so much for coming on Shape by Faith. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Absolutely. And thank you for listening. I'm Teresa Rowe. Everyone have a blessed day. Thank you for listening to Shape by Faith with Teresa Rowe. Remember to visit shapebyfaith.com to find out more about workouts, the TV show, podcasts, blogs, Shape by Faith products, and much more.